Night Insiders, welcome back. We packed our ears and excitement and traveled to the Walt Disney World Resort for the world's most magical celebration. It's been 50 years in the making and it truly is a magical experience. Joining us for the celebration to talk about the 50th anniversary is Tina Tribus. And then Kristen is here to spark our appetite for Epcot's new attraction, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. I am so thrilled to be here in person to experience all this magic, to talk to all these amazing guests. And I'm even more excited to talk to Tina right now. So without further ado, Let's welcome our first guest, Tina. Tina, welcome to the show. Thank you, I'm delighted to be here and I'm so happy you're here to join us for the world's most magical celebration. Let me tell you, it is true magic here. So tell us about your role in this and what you do. So truly a dream come true. I actually get the honor of leading the marketing planning for all of Walt Disney World site which includes the celebrations and also the transformation of Epcot, which many, many beautiful debuts are happening during the World's Most Magical Celebration that helps support the full transformation of our entire site from end to end. Indeed, I imagine there's a lot of planning that goes into this. When you have so much going on, when do you even begin to start thinking or planning about something of this scope? Well, uh... For the celebration itself, that started occurring more than four years ago. I have had the pleasure of working on this for the last two years. Um, so back in November of 2019, I set my sights on planning for this, digging into the research and all the consumer insights of what fans and guests were hoping for for our future and what they expected from us. And the expectations were very, very high, and uh, we love to exceed them. You certainly did. As we've toured around the resort, I cannot tell you how much I'm so excited for guests to come see this themselves. <laughs> okay, so I imagine with just that, so much imagination, there's so many possibilities. How do you land on a theme? And when I talk about this theme, I'm looking at you right now in this fabulous jacket of iridescence perfection. Talk to us about it. How do you land on something like this? So it actually stems from a couple of different areas, but you know, most people would um, connect the 50th anniversary with gold, which is beautiful and majestic, and we certainly have lots of gold accents here to celebrate here. But the story actually comes from two places of inspiration. One is the original art from Mary Blair in Cinderella, which is very regal and very elegant and very mythical, and then actually it comes much like we view our cast and our guests which we know when you bring all sorts of diverse things together it makes something more beautiful so each one of our four theme parks has their very own essence of color so over at uh, disney's animal kingdom it's inspired by the colors of nature so there's an iridescent green and gold that comes to life through their firefly which is the version of pixie dust for them and over at disney hollywood studios obviously the era of beautiful glamour so we have glimmer and shimmer with beautiful colors of champagnes and golds and then at Epcot where we're in our middle of our transformation what else would you expect but stardust and colors of silvers and blues and then here at the beloved Magic Kingdom is rose gold and the very own pixie dust and when you weave all of those colors together and you blend all of their personalities and all the fantasy and possibility and magic that comes with that it creates the the iridescent color that you see that is sprinkling across the celebration. Sprinkling across the celebration and again on your magical jacket. Absolutely stunning jacket, I must say. Okay, so you went through all of the parks, all the amazing colors of this iridescence. Let's talk about the different experiences, attractions that are part of the celebration that you're really excited about. 
Well, so I, when we say, the reason I really love this is it is truly a celebration of the entire site. Obviously, the Magic Kingdom Park and several of our beautiful resorts opened on that day in 1971, but there is no part of our property that is not being touched by this celebration. So whether they're leaning into a decor, creating their own unique food and beverage, um, creations that are inspired by iridescence and gold and the medallions, as well as merchandise, and then the experiences, even in our resorts, um, you know, if you're staying in one of our resorts you can experience a character caravan and our, our our beloved characters in their fab 50 fashions um and so there's just no part that goes untouched even over to run disney and our sporting event um, our marathon this year is all inspired by the 50th anniversary celebration the metal designs the shirt designs all of them will be sparkling and iridescent so literally no place on property but Hopefully, you got to see many, many of the very big show-stopping things that are debuting. So over at Epcot, I talked about that. We have the most moving, beautiful, unifying, global nighttime spectacular with Harmonious that celebrates all different cultures. Over 240 artists came together to create the art stylings of beautiful Disney stories, re-recording the music in 12 different languages, musicians from all over the world. Uh, that is... Uh, just what this world needs at this time and it's very very moving story to me um, and then the opening of our france pavilion with remy's ratatouille adventure fun attraction really fun for young families any anybody who loves to dream about possibly doing something they never imagined like a rat becoming a chef uh, and we added a crepery over there and gorgeous uh, atmosphere there and then here tonight you're going to be able to see disney enchantment and I know that many, many of our shows hold dear places in people's hearts who've had the opportunity to be here before. I will tell anybody who is worried about missing their old favorite that they will not be disappointed. They've raised the bar with projections down Main Street, all the fireworks, the beautiful stories that they can tell on the castle with the beautiful pixie dust effect and the music itself is beyond moving. And then probably my biggest geek moment for me is the original music that is coming so there's an original song that was written for disney enchantment by a former cast member so who would be more moved he's an eight-time grammy award winner his name is philip lawrence you might have heard of him he writes for bruno mars uh, just just a few few hits on his his record so he wrote that um and then the anthem for the celebration, The Magic is Calling, which is, uh, it, we have it recorded in slower versions, up-tempo versions, multiple languages, and it is sure to be a hit. Okay, so many amazing things. And yes, Bruno Mars, we've heard of him, that's amazing. <laughs> um, also, I wanna mention that as we were walking around the park with you today, you are just this amazing guide to all these Disney Fab 50 statues. Talk to us about those. I, I was passing Winnie the Pooh and Piglet, Mickey and Minnie. They just, they truly move you. And those are throughout the parks. Like, talk about those. Like, what are some of your favorites, if you have any? So that actually probably of the celebration was one of the very first things we began, I began be able to work on in collaboration with our Walt Disney World Imagineers. We consulted with all of our um, biggest franchises and really wanted to lean into what would be expected and unexpected to create these and a lot of passion around these Fab 50 character collections. So they're cast in gold. They're across all four parks and they're meant and they're placed to be where they would naturally be in their stories in the parks, as well as 
representation of the favorites of the past as well as hints towards the future. So here, nostalgic Orange Bird, Magic Kingdom, what else would you expect to have here? All the way over to Joe from Seoul, so one of the new contemporary favorites. And just a really great mix of you have characters from Star Wars, even with Groot and um, Rocket coming that will soon be at Epcot with Guardians of the Galaxy coming in 2022 so we're super excited for that but I think because that process um, I don't there's beautiful behind the scenes video of the foundry and how they created the molds for them and the detailing and I remember the day when they found out that they could get enough detail to bring uh, Miguel from Coco uh, because it's very much more difficult to do you know facial structures and and if you look at the detail and even uh, Dante's tongue and and the teeth and everything it is spectacular and then the pantina process and then how they're dipped in gold and then the bases where they have the iridescence with the 50th crest and every single light you look at them in is different so morning light spotlights bright sunshine so they you kind of have a different experience with them every time you see them so i i guess the the people i got to meet and the process they went through in carefully selecting them carefully um, curating them and their creation and then they've gone on to inspire so many other programs like we had that really fun reveal across our whole company so I helped us celebrate revealing what characters were going to be in the parks which was a very very fun endeavor and then even to our um, promotion that we're doing with McDonald's right now celebrating that was inspired by those those same characters. I love it. It's almost like they're the gifts that keep on giving because everybody gets to experience them in their own way at each different park. It's really, really cool and really, really special. So I get from you that you're obviously a big fan. You're very passionate about this. What would be your dream day at Walt Disney World throughout this celebration? Well, let's see. So the, probably the, the, the biggest element of the dream and, and and what started me really wanting to work on this is back when George Caligridis was still our site president was when they started talking about that we would be celebrating the 50th anniversary. And he had said his goal was to recapture the same level of pride and enthusiasm and excitement that they had on opening day in 1971. It's celebrating our cast. And that is what excites me the most as a cast member and for fellow cast members I get to work with and get to meet and then watching the cast celebrate and share it with their families. So my perfect day would be having my family here with me, but with many makeovers, I actually love people watching to see their reactions to the things. And in this, in this particular moment in my career, there's almost nowhere I can walk around property where there isn't something that I, I got to the privilege of being involved with, looking at, reviewing, consulting with somebody, strategizing, what would be the perfect way to do it? And just, I've gotten to meet so many more people than I have in my entire career in this in this last two years so very very special Tina I can tell that I think you said this earlier that you truly like to make people happy and you've truly delighted us today thank you so much for joining us and giving us this great inside look into all the things that guests have to look forward to when they come to the Walt Disney World Resort thank you so much thank you for being here come back again and again and again for the next 18 months and the next 50 years (laughs) (laughs) will do thanks so much Okay, insiders, next we're talking to Krista all about Epcot's newest attraction, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Welcome to the show, Krista. Thanks so much for having me. It's so exciting to have you here. So talk to us first about your role at Pixar and what you do. So I'm a production manager in the theme parks department at Pixar. And our group at Pixar is responsible for having all the fun of collaborating with Walt Disney Imagineering on bringing the Pixar films to life in the parks. 
I mean, seeing Remy's Ratatouille adventure in person, lots of fun to be had. Oh my goodness. So talk about your involvement with the attraction. So I worked on the original attraction, which is Ratatouille the Ride uh, in Paris at the Studios Park. It has a French name as well, which I won't try to pronounce. Um, So I worked on that attraction originally on the animation production for that. So the ride here in Epcot's France Pavilion, it's all the same scenes. It's all the same fun. Um, So I'm so excited that now we're able to give it new life in 2021 here at Epcot. Indeed, it is truly, truly spectacular. I've experienced it myself. I'm a huge, huge fan. Okay, so talk to us maybe about how the original like attraction came to be. Like, What inspired maybe from the screen to an attraction at all? And then obviously deciding to bring it here to Walt Disney World. Well, so Ratatouille the film came out in 2007. It was a huge hit, right? Everybody loves it. It's such a great story about a little rat with, with big dreams. And it was very much a love letter to Paris. And folks in France loved the film so when we kind of got the phone call from Imagineering like hey there'd be a perfect spot to celebrate Ratatouille in France at Disneyland Paris at the studio park we were like yay I mean that's those are the best calls that we get right when they give us a we have an idea and we're like yes um and then it became okay so what are we what are we going to do really wanted to celebrate all of the best scenes from the film what everybody loved falling through the skylight going through the kitchen and being small that's a really big part of this attraction it's just so fun to be small to look up um, from that rat's eye point of view with giant food and giant feet and you know it's that little bit of danger like what are all those flying fruits gonna do around you but we also wanted to bring out some new aspects of the film, maybe some stuff that you didn't see in the film. So we expanded on Remy's Kitchen. That was a really fun scene to work on for the original production because we had to brainstorm, okay, so now Remy has all of these rat chefs working with him. Well, how are they gonna cut French fries? You know, how are they going to tenderize their steak? So we had so much fun brainstorming. We worked with Harley Jessup. He was the original production designer on the film. And he designed all of these really great contraptions. And then we worked with our uh, sets modeling team to really build all those things and populate this space and make it a real real working rat kitchen. Because they don't have rat-sized whisks, right? So what do they use? They have to use whatever they can find to put it all together. So that was that was just super fun and you know the ride opened in Paris in 2014 and it's popular people love it to this day and Ratatouille I mean people love the film still right I mean there was the Ratatouille the musical during the pandemic that just kind of stemmed from people's love of this film it was amazing to just see the fans put together this amazing virtual production and so people still love it so it's just wonderful now that not everybody can get to Paris now they can come to the France Pavilion at Epcot and experience it and when we did the original attraction we did it in both French and English because in that park because of the guests it's dual language and I know there were discussions okay well if we bring it here to Epcot do we keep it French and English? And everyone was like, yes, of course, because you're in the France Pavilion. So what better way to experience the France Pavilion than to also 
enjoy the French language as well. So it just was a perfect fit. Absolutely perfect in every way. I would say that's actually something that I took note of as well. It really transports you. Like as soon as you hear the language and then Gusto speaking in French, like all those amazing things. So, so cool. Really immersive. And for me personally, a big fan of Ratatouille. <laughs> Sign me up right there. <laughs> um, so if you had to pick maybe one thing, what would you say would be like one of your most favorite things like for guests to look forward to a part of the attraction? My very favorite scene is the last scene in the dining room. We have these adorable baby rats. And we, um, when we populated that scene, it was almost like making a wedding seating chart because we had all of our little tables and we had to decide, okay, where's the band going? And where are the, where's the kids' table? And where are the parents sitting? And what food do the kids have in front of them? Is it a banana berry? Do they have a button plate in front of them? Um, it's so much fun about Ratatouille is all the found objects and the little pieces that they use to make everything. They don't have rat-sized plates. They have buttons. Those are their plates. And so we populated that entire scene, and then we handed it over to our animators, and they just made it come to life. There's these cute little baby rats that wave at you. Um, there's one little naughty baby rat who throws a strawberry at, at their sibling. Um, so I love that scene. It's such a wonderful goodbye, cute moment. It's my favorite. There's, it's why you have to go on it more than once, because you can't catch all of those details by going on this ride only once. You really have to go multiple times to really enjoy all of the love that the animators put into the details. I love it. It's so cool to hear about all the details, all just the level of love that you guys bring to every single thing that you guys work on. Thank you guys so much for creating something like this and bringing it here to Walt Disney World for us. I mean, fans are going to absolutely love it. And so speaking of fans, I believe you're a Disney fan. So would you join us for the Insider Five today? Yes, let's do it. Okay, Krista, let's begin with, what is your earliest memory of being a Disney movie fan? You know, I, I know I must have watched Snow White and Cinderella growing up, but I was never really a princess person. The film that was on, and I'm dating myself, VHS on repeat over and over was Bedknobs and Broomsticks. That was the one that was just on all of the time. And, and then I remember when I was in high school, again, dating myself, I went to go see Little Mermaid in the theater with one of my friends. And I, I remember we both kind of walked out and was like, wow, that was really good. And then, of course, you know, all the wonderful movies that came out after Little Mermaid just cemented it. Right? Just like that renaissance. But I also like that you mentioned bed knobs and broomsticks. Like, that's like a deep cut. Like, you know, that's not what we hear every day. So that's a great answer right there. Krista is bringing it to the Insider Five, you guys. One of the best, Angela Lansbury. Oh, it's wonderful. Strong selection. We're off to a great start here. Okay, next up. You're invited to a Disney-themed costume party. Who or what do you dress as? Oh, that's easy. Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. And, and I always, I love to dress up for Halloween. Um... I know folks can't see me, but I am petite and brunette. So I've got Mary Poppins, both versions, nanny version and jolly holiday version. Um, Snow White, Belle, I love. I even dressed up as Julie, one of the VIP tour guides from Disneyland, the original. Um, so love to dress up. In the Disney. But definitely, if I had to pick one, Mary Poppins. Okay, we are talking to a true Disney fan right here. You have a whole list right there. That's amazing. But Mary Poppins. 
on point. <laughs> Next up, it's Disney karaoke night. What song do you sing? Part of your world. I, I love, um, actually we went to see a show at the El Capitan in Hollywood and um, they would have the live show before and they'd have Ariel, she'd sit up in one of the balconies and it was it's so fun to go see a movie there because they're all Disney fans with you and she would sing that, sing the song and be like, you know, what do you call them? And then the audience would yell out for her, feet! You know, so it's such a, a wonderful shared experience with all the Disney fans to, to see a show at the El Cap and definitely part of your world. We've talked to the El Cap team too. We're big fans of them. So that's really awesome. And of course, the Little Mermaid, you're bringing it back there. I love it. That's a great, great experience. Okay. Aside from Remy's Ratatouille adventure, if you could only ride one ride all day at Walt Disney World... Which would it be? We got to celebrate Walt Disney World because we're here, right? Walt Disney World. See, I'm a California girl, so Disneyland has my heart. Um, At Walt Disney World, gosh, besides Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. Oh, it would have to be... I'm thinking really hard because there's so many good ones. Oh, gosh. Slinky Dog Dash, the coaster. Love Toy Story Land. And that's such a wonderful attraction because you can. there's no height restriction, right? Everybody can go on it. It's so fun. And of course, being from Pixar, I just love Toy Story. Of course. We love Toy Story too. And I love Andy's just kind of like interwoven throughout it where he designed it and kind of like we saw that as you go through the attraction. So that's just a great, love it. Love a great pick. Okay, Krista, to close us out of the Insider 5, last question. Which Disney character has the best life advice, and what is it? Oh, the best life advice. We'll all stay on point. I'll say it's Gusto, and he says anyone can cook. You brought it right back there. Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, back to Gusto. Krista, thank you so much for joining us today, telling us about all your fandom and about all the insights into this amazing new attraction for the Walt Disney World 50th celebration. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Happy birthday, Walt Disney World. That's our show. To learn more about the Walt Disney World 50th anniversary celebration, visit DisneyWorld.com or follow along with hashtag DisneyWorld50 so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Subscribe and follow Disney Movie Insiders Presents. And while you're there, we'd love if you gave us a rating and review. And before you go, visit DisneyMovieInsiders.com or our app and enter bonus code HARMONIOUS. The code expires October 19th, 2021 at 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. Membership is required. Limit one redemption per account. Visit DisneyMovieInsiders.com for terms and conditions. We'll catch you next time, Insiders, with more Disney movie magic.